Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue by issue retrospective on Nintendo Power Magazine. You're joining us at the halfway point on volume 60, which is May of 1994, and then had uh, Super Metroid on the cover. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always is my co-host, Mike. Hi. And John. What's up? We lost our guest from the first half. Um, so if you want to check him out, listen to the first half. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us um, in, the, in between episodes, please reach out to us on facebook.com slash podcast. Reach out and also, touch Mike. <laughs> you can reach out. Really use it. You can, you can find Mike on Twitter at GetThePower88. Matter of fact, if you'd like to listen to old issues and you don't want to go look it, look it up somewhere, you can just go to playingwithpowerpodcast.com. Find all of our old episodes, and if you'd like to support the show, send us a few dollars to pay for some maintenance costs and hosting. You can go to Patreon.com/slash/PlayingWithPower. Last but not least, if you'd like to support the show in non-monetary donations, you can go to iTunes and leave us a review to help us get the word out. Anyways, all that said, we are picking up the issue at page fifty-eight, which is classified information. Woo! So, what do we have here? Anything good? Super Slap Shot. Hmm. NBA Jam telling us how to play as Air Dog, Chow Chow, and Scruff, which are, uh, they really sound like the pets of Japanese programmers. But I don't understand, like, the instru- So, enter the initials. Oh, okay. Air, car, okay. Alright, and you can get uh, stage select for Wing Commander. The Secret Missions. Let's see, for Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters, you can play as the bosses by entering a boss code. Uh, that is really dumb, I gotta say. Why wouldn't they just have them available yeah, right? from the start? It's terrible. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you hear, they tell you a secret to execute your final attack. And then what else we have here? Uh, Mega Man X, this one's a really good one, actually. This is uh, telling you how you can get uh, the Hadouken um, power-up from Street Fighter. And you can get it for Mega Man. So it That's tells pretty you cool. <laughs> very specific way that you can get it. It's really difficult to get. Uh, and look forward to dying many, many times before you can make that jump correctly. Have you tried it? <laughs> Yeah, I've done it before. You're basically riding... So this level is like a uh, the mine uh, shaft level, and you're riding this little platform that is going really fast. Hmm. And all you really do when you play the level normally is just hang on and kind of blast things out of your way. Mm-hmm. But in this particular instance, so it flies off a cliff, and mm-hmm. normally you jump down further below. Mm-hmm. But it's basically trying... You have to jump with a very specific apex of the, of the uh, flight to make it up to um, this little ledge and you can get the power up. Hmm. And then it's the same uh, move that's in Street Fighter where you kind of move from down to forward and rotate and you can do Hadouken. So it's not terribly powerful but it is a really cool thing to be able to get. Yep, and uh, they have a code for army ants which basically when you're fighting a red ant quickly press the A button. I like this code because it's simple. And if you have a turbo controller, you are a god of ants. <laughs> and uh, and then for Kirby's Pinball, they tell you how to do a boss code. But uh, I think what really makes it nice in the ranking is that at the bottom, you get to see in the rankings, run DMC. 
So we got a gangsta pinballer over here. Nice. <laughs> okay, and then we have the Super Metroid comic. Chapter 4, Samus' story. I'll pick it up as the guy in blue suit. <laughs> Houston? Um, Mike, you should be the uh, Chozo guy the yep. last time. So, John, let me see the woman. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she says much, so you think you're Sweet. good now. Yay! Not, a, not again. Right. So, Mike, <laughs> okay. describe for us what we're seeing in this uh, spread here. All right. In the first panel, we've got Houston, Sam the, Sam the Yoda, and both staring at Samus, who is in a, uh, a ball shape the fetal position inside a glow, glowing green ball of somehow oxygen and nitrogen-filled fluid because she doesn't have a breather mask on. But I guess she's okay. And uh, so Houston is looking perplexed, and then he asks the bird, I hope you know what you're doing. This is an ancient Chozo treatment. As you may know, Samus has the blood of a Chozo. Really? Chozo. I chocobo? thought she was a human. She's half chocobo. <laughs> Quiet, you. She can't <laughs> be one of you. You do not know of Samus Aran's tragic past? Let me tell you her story. Our ancestors created an advanced civilization. It's like Yoda a had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll do like... Wheezy old man. The pirates pillaged and plundered until there was almost nothing left. The passive Chozo bird people were no match for the ferocious pirates. I like this oh. voice better. It's less damaging on my throat. As the pirates took over Not Z until I come over later. Attacked an Earth colony on nearby K2L. <laughs> yes, I've seen it. It's all in ruins now. The civilization and the Chozo species ran their course and finally began to fade after many prosperous centuries. The Chozo society was very peaceful. They learned over centuries that war was not the answer. Since the planet had no defenses, the space pirates met with little resistance when they converged on Zebes. Essentially, they learned that war was not the answer. Unless assholes came a knocking, and then they realized, oh shit, war would have definitely have been the answer because they killed us all. Mm -hmm. If only they had a wall. <laughs> yeah, Israel has a wall. No Mexicans. China has a wall. No Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's that why thing? Trump touched the wall. He's whispering to it. Mm -hmm. Who paid Who? for you? <laughs> <laughs> Harry got a wall? The fuck did he do? No, he whispered to it, I'm gonna build you a cousin. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so a uh, bunch of pirate uh, people, I don't know what they are, they're not they're not chosen, you they're not Zebesians. No, what you the missed the whole thing where they're bombing the shit out of uh, Zebes. Oh yeah. Uh, as the pirates took over Zebes. Yeah. They also attacked an Earth colony on nearby K2O. I you mentioned that. that. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As much as, I hate, as much as I hate standing up for Mike. <laughs> yeah, so they're blowing right. shit up. And then we get to see humans on this planet between okay. bird people and and crabs. I don't know where they fit in. But John, you be the humans. Ugh. Run, hide. It's a space pirate air raid. Oh, no. Father. <laughs> I hate pirates. Be careful! 
Ba-bam! Yeah! <laughs> Kaboom! Rumble. Right on target. We took care of them, says the pirates. Let's get out of here. By the time we got to K2L, the pirates were gone and the colony had been destroyed, just like everyone in the vicinity of that burp. <laughs> Look what those evil, what those evil creatures did. This is devastating. It doesn't look like we're going to find any survivors. Devastating like None in the this fart mess. I just did that smells like an Indian restaurant dumpster. <laughs> oh, it smells like a cat dig a shit out of hibachi. <laughs> so then we get it to... Smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> oh. Oh. So we get to hear... So we, uh, we hear the, the Chozo's here... And then we get to see a little baby with teary eyes going like... <laughs> I know that look. And then... <laughs> Come on, sucker. <laughs> so then he says, There was a lone survivor. A small child. That was Samus? Yes. We took her to Zeebs and raised her like she was one of our own. It was really hard. She really wanted to eat when we puked in her mouth, but we eventually figured it out. <laughs> Humans are fucked up. <laughs> she, we kept having to fry our babies for her. <laughs> she loved that fried chicken. No. <laughs> she, she kept boiling her young. I'm telling you, humans are fucked in the <laughs> She <laughs> had the instincts of a warrior. These skills had long been gone from our own species. I can do that, come on. We needed to fight off the pirates. <laughs> so we placed our future in her capable hands. She was given Chozo blood so she would have our natural powers. Surprisingly, it didn't kill her. I guess science works different for them. We helped her learn the strategies of battle and then gave her a special suit of armor <laughs> that would be tough like the skin of a Chozo. A Cholo. You usurper. Well, you keep <laughs> screwing up, so you Ben keep isn't... keep going off script. I'm helping you. Because <laughs> it's funny. Mm, Thus the protector of the galaxy was born. This suit is something only Samus can wear. It's like a second skin. It wouldn't work the same if someone else were to wear it. If that suit is so powerful, then why did you get hurt by that trap? She must not have been focused. Her mind may have been elsewhere. The suit is a part of her. If it doesn't sense danger, it won't protect her. She was distracted by something. Yeah. Perhaps it was you. Yeah. He wants that uh, Houston dick. Uh, do, you, do you really think so? Samus was thinking about me? Come to think of it, no. <laughs> she must have been distracted by thoughts of the abduction of the Metroid hatchling. Mm. Then we get to see the fucking mother brain in all of her glory. Metroid! And then it's... <laughs> it's like running off like the scared droid after Chewbacca growls at it. Wait! Stop! Don't you understand? I'm your mother! It's no use, mother brain. The hatchling thinks that Samus Aaron is its mother. <laughs> what is it, Mort? 
<laughs> Mort from Family Guy is the pirates now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking more King Kai from Dragon Ball. Mm. And I'm trying to do Mother Brain from uh, Captain it's N, also, but I, can't, I can't quite nail it. Oh, uh, no. Uh, and I order you to do something about this. You do pretty good, though, that one, that one, actually. Yeah. Mother Brain, please control yourself. Do you have any ideas, Ridley? Yes, I do. Let me take care of this. You won't be disappointed. Who are these pitiful creatures? Galactic Chairman Keaton and Chief Officer Hardy. My plan is to use them as a decoy to lure in Samus Aran, and then capture Samus and destroy her in front of the Metroid hatchling. The Metroid will snap out of this fondness for Samus, and you will be back in control. Help! <laughs> control yourself, Hardy. I like your thinking, Ridley. Get to work on this plan right away. <laughs> I will send out cries for help out to space with the psycho amplifier. The sickness will reach out to Samus wherever she is. Everything. Be quiet. Stop. Right, stop. Meanwhile, <laughs> same back on. Back on Zebes. <laughs> she snaps to attention. Old bird. Nope, nope, nope. She's staring at Houston. That's what. That's the old bird she wants. Mm. It's mm-hmm. like D. Samson. Wants that pecker. <laughs> Samson, you're awake. I could sense trouble on Zebes. <laughs> <laughs> you have a manlier voice. Mm-hmm. Did, that, did, that, did that dome fix her cock? <laughs> My name's Russell. And finally, your <laughs> testicles have dropped <laughs> after all Rus- these years. Russell Heron. I'm playing her. I'm playing her the way I want to. All right. Okay. Hardy and Keaton okay. have been captured and are being held hostage by the pirates. It's a trap. They're trying to get to you. I know, but I can't let them harm the chairman. I gotta go. You're still very weak. I'll use the power of the. <laughs> The healing power of the power bombs. Mm-hmm. No! <laughs> Billy Bob? Yep. <laughs> You're fucking sling, sling blade. <laughs> sling blade Aaron. <laughs> Samus also liked them French fried taters. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sling mm-hmm. blade. Yep. This is for the sake of galactic peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is this healing power? It's a very powerful technique. The warrior can transfer the energy of the bombs to herself and heal her body. So why didn't you do this in the first place? It's very, very risky. If she fails, she could cause great harm to herself. Yeah, like being near a bomb. Are you ready, Samus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> Duck! Is he talking Boom. about his cousin? <laughs> So then it goes boom, and then they Samus, <laughs> and then we get to see several of her bras flying in the wind. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you do! It's wild. <laughs> I think they're really. Like, I think they're roots or something like that. But yeah. Okay, which takes us to Counselor's Corner and me to a lozenge. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Counselor's Corner. We have uh, Don Carroll telling us about Mega Man X. I'm detecting a bit of a ponytail in the back. 
Or is that a collar? I fucking can't see anything. He looks like he's in witness protection. The lighting <laughs> in these photos is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't Let's know. See, like, half his face? Yeah. It's like the cover of the fucking Godfather. Okay, all I know... <laughs> Don is rocking a serious unibrow here. This yep. dedication right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see... I was saying in Sling Blade the rest of the fucking issue. No. <laughs> uh, so he's teaching us about how to get the sub-tank from the Storm Eagle stage and the tank mm-hmm. in the Launch Octopus stage. And the next we have Phil... Kraus? Do you think he'll teach us about French fried taters? <laughs> oh, what does he look like? He looks very familiar. He... Uh, hmm. Ed Norton. No. A young yes! Norton. Thank you. And he's teaching us about Young Merlin. Because we really need the how-to guide on a children's game. <laughs> young <laughs> Norton is teaching us about Young Merlin. <laughs> How do I get the character to bite the curb? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, and we have uh, Christy Rush, I mean Murphy Brown, uh, uh, telling us about uh, Wario the Land. Joker. Yeah. She's got a freaking smile and a half. I could just like hear her laugh through the photo. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got you know? a case of the Mondays. Penis goes where? She's got that famous 90s hair with the super big curls and the... Uh, Bangs. Mm-hmm. And she has advice for how to beat the big head in level 25. I don't want to know about that. Mm. I don't want to know about her advice for that. I want nowhere. Hold, what, look at this guy. We have Mick Jagger here. Oh, shit. Um, and his name is Ashley Flowers. He can't oh, get fuck. no satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, this guy belongs in a rock group. His name is Ashley Flowers. Oh my yeah. His goodness. name is Ashley Flowers. That's wow. a fucking rock. That's a that's a lead guitar. That's a lead vocalist name. That's a punch to the dick from your parents if I've ever seen one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, this, I think this guy's mid transition actually. Oh. Oh my god! This and this is like this definitely like pre op though. <laughs> mm, the best this kind. is total. <laughs> this is total molester talk from Obi Wan Kenobi. I have something here for you. Your father wanted you to have it when you were older. <laughs> Come here, you son bitch. Come here, young grateful little bastard. <laughs> you boys like popsicles? <laughs> all right. Scream all you want, it's a desert, no one can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. Uh <laughs> All right, we have some Crystallis tips. Uh, we've got area six, seven, and eight. Nine and ten. Eight. Oh, so nine much and talking ten. about a wow. game. I All don't right. want to fucking do it. We're going to pass RPG, right past that. RPG uh, repulsion. Walkthrough. No. It's just a walkthrough. It's RPG aversion therapy. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like if you want to walk through the game, just follow these steps. Then we have these the challenges, challenge. challenges mm-hmm. some, some of these challenges are like just such a bitch challenge. What's the best ranking and score you can get at the end of Bugs Bunny Rabbit Rampage? Like, oh, play through the whole fucking game. Great. You know, mm-hmm. great. How fast Ugh. can you reach Doom Castle? Mm. Ugh. Ten days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, next section. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for you? Are we gonna go, baby, baby? This is what happens when games collide. <laughs> okay. 
This is a Game Boy Revolution. This is all about the Super Game Boy. And no, it's not what you're thinking. It's not the next edition of the Game Boy. <laughs> it is a game cartridge that sits into your Super Nintendo. And you can pop a Game Boy cartridge into it. Take the Damn portability your, of your Game Boy and... Uh, Take all the benefits you yeah. had from playing a Game Boy game and just throw it out the window. It's time to put your Game Boy games and hook them up to your television. <laughs> and guess what? Now you can see them in color. It colorizes them. Mm-hmm. You can customize... Uh, yeah, you can turn it from the usual palette of four uh, greenish colors to uh, four other colors. 64 color combos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have like, like one it. frame of Batman. They show the different ways that the game can look with the different settings. I don't know. It could make some of the games like easier to play if you had the right like color setting. I actually had this. Uh, I have the Super Game Boy. I think I played with it maybe at your place at some point, but I don't know. I remember having this. I loved it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It was all right. I mean, I, I, sure. I don't know. If I got well, it on like sale, any... like maybe I don't. I wouldn't want to spend sixty bucks for it, but I don't know if it was sixty dollars. I don't that's think what, it was that much. That expensive. That's what it says retail price it is, is fifty nine ninety nine. Shit. Mm-hmm. Any idea what that is in today's money? Eleven trillion. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah, you pop the game in. It has a border around it that you can customize, and. It's kind of weird, like some of the games, it knew what border to pick for it, and I think that was probably pre-programmed into the Super Game Boy, not mm. the cartridges. <laughs> oh, so it would recognize, here. like, oh, it's a Nintendo game, let's put a, a unique uh, border around it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it does a great job for Super Donkey Kong, look at that shit. I mean, it looks Super. great. And uh, yeah. then it shows Batman. Super Game Boy gets the colors right, and then it shows eight examples of it not doing that. Yeah. Especially the last one. I mean, the last time I saw Batman that poorly colored was about uh, two years later in Batman and Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you could tweak the colors to, you know, some degree, but, you know, it's still a four-color palette. So... It's still uh, nice to be able to see on a big screen, have like the audio coming out to your television speakers, all that kind of stuff. So. And any, anybody who plays the pastel version or the photo negative needs to get punched in the fucking eye. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. the challenge mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Play with all the colors inverted. That's good. <laughs> that could make some bosses really easy if it was like intentionally dark for the boss or whatever. Mm-hmm. True. Could. True. If you could change those colors on the fly so that you're not permanently damaging your retinas mm-hmm. for most of the game. So it talks okay. a little bit in the erotic article about how um, the LCD display of the Game Boy um, has like a bit of a blur to moving sprites in some games, and that doesn't happen on a Super Game Boy. Uh, and you won't see the hairline grid of the LCDs when you see it on a CRT, etc. So there's some advantages to playing on the big screen. <laughs> Obviously, now you can just play it with an emulator. Yeah. Okay, next game is the Solitaire Fun Pack. Mike, tell us, tell us about your favorite game. 
Well, this is a uh, much smaller version, which I've got no love for, because the other one had bigger icons and color. This does not. And it was a tenuous like at best on the Nintendo. So, uh, yeah, this is just a whole bunch of ways to play boring ass card games. Mm. And boy, they're really trying to sell this on you. They got uh, uh, a guy dressed up like a freaking Harlequin throwing cards at you. He's just like, hey, look at this. Come on, try it. <laughs> this is the early draft of Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my share, come on. You want to play a card? Pick a card, any card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> this would be his origin story. Starts with a circus. <laughs> All right, finally, on to the star of the show. Forget about Super Metroid. We're here to hear about black ass lore <laughs> fishing. Mm. Black bass lore fishing. Go fish on the go. With Hot Bees Game Boy. <laughs> Sorry. Their development shot is called Hot Bee. <laughs> With Hot Bees Game Boy version of Black Bass, you can go fishing no matter where you're going. You mean just like real life? <laughs> the, the game features two lakes and a 12-day tournament that runs from July to September. So you can save your standing with a password. Mm. I'd, like, I'd like to see the cheat mode where you can just throw a firecracker in the lake. <laughs> just nuke the lake. <laughs> you just you just get the M80 code and boom, you just get the net and there you go. Mobile fishing games are pretty popular. I mean, like old people like Game Boys and mm-hmm. you know they like fishing, so I could see this selling pretty well. Yeah. I just know that like some of them are going to break the Game Boy when they try to cast it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's basically like if you've played the mini game for uh, fishing on uh, Link's Awakening, it's like this, but more. <laughs> yeah. If you played Link's Awakening and thought, fuck, all this story and sword play and items and quests and dungeons are just getting in the way of my fishing, well, this is I, the game for you. I mean, I will say for a Game Boy game, the graphics are pretty crisp. You can see exactly mm-hmm. like what the fish looks like. There's differentiation between the fishes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the water lines pretty clearly. The text is nice. I mean, it looks presentable for what There's it's worth. Clear Lake, which looks like a penis. I was, yeah, wondering if anyone else thought that. This Cock Lake. <laughs> and then uh, Storm Lake, which... Looks like a kidney. Or, like, Brazil, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So then we get to see lily pads, which are pitch black and have no features whatsoever. <laughs> All right, they're saying use so, the frog lure over there because, it, like the the fish are used to hunting the frogs by the lily pads, which makes okay. sense. And because we haven't heard enough about caveman platformers, mm. next we have for the Nintendo Bonk's Adventure. <laughs> Oh yep. my goodness! We got we got a combination of Fred Flintstone and Charlie Brown on the cover, saying "Bonk's back." Oh well, we missed him the first time. <laughs> Was there a previous Bonk game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Super Nintendo, and then Game Boy, and yep. now they're having it for Nintendo. They're regressing. Oh my you god! Literally, it, see this game for the third time. This is the Trump method. It's like. Everybody's going with the Super Nintendo, but we got to bring back those Nintendo jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still selling. Uh, Why not? 
We gotta talk about uh, the bosses. Industry. Yeah, the dying bosses are great. Dying industry, schmying industry. Dumb dino boss. <laughs> this is just sad. Uh, I mean, they put they clearly put a special needs dinosaur up against Bonk here. Yeah, it's like in <laughs> it's like in Mad Max when he realizes that like the the he's like battling a freaking giant Down syndrome guy or whatever. <laughs> he's battling a giant mongoloid. Yeah. I mean, his um, eyes are looking in different directions. He's wearing what a, underwear on his head. It's no, a, he's a like, shell. No, he, no he's shell? like a, yeah, he's oh, like that's a, a men- shell. He didn't no, hatch he, all the way. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like a he's a preemie baby. He's like a <laughs> mentally deranged Q, Q bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Ugh. we've got Star Tosser, which is a great name for a gay glo- a gay club. <laughs> oh, and he's, Jesus. oh my god, and he's dressed like a friggin' 1950s school teacher. <laughs> yeah, I got those and, glasses. And if, and if the said school teacher was in Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> and then uh, round three, the boss is Major Mine, which, you know, you can always have that tagline of, let's have sex with the miner. <laughs> and then we, we have- got... Uh, Duck, Duck Boxer? Boxer in the 24th and a half century. <laughs> oh, he's got like rocket fists that shoot off, it looks like. <laughs> Wait, so he, he's a dinosaur with detachable limbs? He's like and a Mega Man f- boss, essentially. And the then we fi- can see a beautiful screenshot of his arm clipping out of existence over a ledge. Mm. And then the final round, the game does everyone's favorite trick and gives you all the bosses again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Before you battle Drool's ATV and finally King Drool. Who's the dinosaur you picture of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the ATV design. I think that's really rad. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> it's hard to describe it, but it's, it's badass. Yeah, it's just like a, a big shell thing. It's kind of like if, if like, Rob Zombie was in the land of the Flintstones. <laughs> this is what his Dracula would look like. Mm. Mm-hmm. John, tell us about the Players Poll Contest. Alright, so this month, the third prize is Bring Down the Backboard with a Nintendo Power t-shirt. Uh, second prize is a basketball autograph by Charles Barkley. Five winners get that. With Rim Rockin' Sports Jackets from Accolade. And a copy of Charles Barkley's Shut Up and Jam for your Super Nintendo. That uh, autographed basketball reminds me of a funny story. There's a quarterback for uh, the, I believe he was the Jets, Neil O'Donnell. And uh, I heard about these guys that um, went to an au- a silent auction and there was a Neil O'Donnell's autographed football. And it like they won it for less than the cost of a regular football. So they just like... <laughs> <laughs> so his, like, his autograph... <laughs> <laughs> got the, like decreased the value of the football. Depreciate the value. <laughs> and so they would just they used it for like their pickup games. <laughs> oh my god! What scandal was he in to have Nothing his value? Scandal. He just was a pretty it's like, remarkable, uh, remarkable quarterback. If you can devalue, if you can devalue a stock basketball, you're you're gonna be pretty fucking lame. Well, it's just one of those things like that particular auction there was no one that was interested in it I'm sure like you know but it's (laughs) funny that they just got a football for like less than they would have spent on a regular like NFL football well and then they went and played it for pickup games right because you got a cheaper football than regular so um and then don't mess the other one it's still in the box the grand prize (laughs) is a Charles Barkley package which includes a one on one 
Sir battle with Sir Charles with yeah can't talk one on one battle with Sir Char- Sir Charles, take on the real Charles Barkley in an in your face game of Super NES Shut Up and Jam, with a f- and bring a friend for moral support. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see, you also get uh, take home a basketball signed by Charles and autographed Nike Air Force Six Max CBs in size 16 mm. and a pair in your size too. I actually had a pair of those when I was in 6th grade. It was like the 120 bucks. Not an autograph. Not autograph. probably but... uh, worth a shitload these days. Oh yeah, if you had Charles Barkley like autograph Air Force Maxes, yeah. Cuz I remember I paid 120 bucks for those shoes like in the 90s. So wow. yeah. Uh, and then also whoop it up at Disney World. Take your friend with you to the biggest theme park on the planet. So that's actually a pretty <laughs> decent yeah, really prize good. there. So yeah. All right, uh, top twenty, uh, Ben. I you can't. Wanna... I can't wait for the future episodes where you get to uh, get an autographed ball and you get to hang out with OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> at this, this point, the, the trial is already. By now. The, the trial yeah. is already. Uh, yeah. Super <laughs> NES uh, number five, Super Mario Kart. Number four, Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. Number three, Super Metroid. Number two, Street Fighter Two Turbo. And number one, Mortal Kombat. Well, also, in the uh, the logo for this, we get to see Robin Hood with a uh, bow and arrow, a sword, and a Game Boy in a holster, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Mike, what was the Game Boy top five? All right, Metroid 2, Samus Returns, Kirby's Pinball Land at number four, number three, Kirby's Dream Land, number two, Super Mario Land, two, six golden coins, and well-deserving top place is Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. And for the NES, our top three, Super Mario Bros. 3 for 56 months, number two, Legend of Zelda for 68 months, and number one, Tetris 2, four months on the chart. Okay. We're in the now playing section. Okay, so are we going through every single game here? Yeah. But lightning round. uh, Lightning round. Okay. Sure. Super Metroid. Excellent graphics, sound, and stellar play control. There's lots of variety, secrets, twists, turns, and challenge. Even 100 megabits of Metroid wouldn't be enough. (laughs) Damn straight. All right, Jetson's Invasion of the Planet Pirates. Some cool moves like the tube travel and pneumo osmotic pre- precipitator. Good graphics <laughs> and interesting challenge. However, the play control using the pneumo osmotic gun isn't easy to get used to. Ugh. Yeah, because you're you're like plunging the ceiling. <laughs> Knights right. of the round. Good graphics, lots of challenge. Although it is tough to beat so many bad guys, little skill is involved. The stages are most remarkable for their lack of variety. Wow. Unlike Final Fight and <laughs> FF2. Ouch. Pinball Dreams. You'll find lots of variety and in the and in the four games, which is not a real sentence. Each game has unique pinball elements. The scrolling <laughs> perspective can be difficult to get used to. Ball speed can seem unrealistically fast. That's what she said. All right. <laughs> Got bruises on her chin. And we have Mega Man Soccer. They say Mega Man fans get a kick out of the unique concept and fun characters. However, poor play control is uncharacteristic of Capcom games. Bleh. Ooh, they shit the bet on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spectre, speaking of shitting the bed. Good play control and excellent challenge. The two-player option is particularly fun with lots of variety. However, these graphics are very simple. We're talking sling blade simple. But mm-hmm. it doesn't really detract from the game. 
Uh, SOS is kind of an interesting game. That's how I feel on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's an action adventure for one player. Uh, Okay, anyways. A unique theme and play experience. There's a great variety of routes through the ship, giving the game extended playability. Certain aspects of the game are quite slow, like moving passengers and talking to them, which uses up your precious 60-minute time limit. So you have, so to, it's like the you have like an hour adventure. to get everyone off the ship. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Wow, well, it's like speed dating for hookers. You have an hour to get everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> your goal is to find and lead as many of your fellow victims to safety as you can through the upside-down world of the Lady Cerinthia. Cr- so. Cr- clitoris? All right. Crithania. <laughs> You're trying to get people off a boat. Yep. <laughs> Boats and hoes. All right. Barkley, shut up and jam. I'm on a boat. Wow, that's a really terrible version of that. All right, Barkley, shut up and jam. Fast action, especially for two or four (laughs) players. However, the play may seem similar to NBA Jam, and the feel is less polished. (laughs) What? (laughs) Apparently, he doesn't appreciate my tea pain. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. It's like a tone deaf T pain. <laughs> so T pain. Okay. All right, let's go on with world with the champion soccer, Mike. Okay, good animation and graphics, challenging and realistic. Useful options include an instant replay camera for studying your technique. Good sound. However, passing and shooting takes some time to master. Computer-controlled players make obvious errors. And tell us about Super, Super Goal 2 as well. Alright, fairly challenging and loaded with options like the home field advantage handicap. Play Weird. control is difficult, especially during the view change when the ball rises far above the field and you can't see anything. <laughs> Ugh, not, keeping the, not keeping the ball in the center of the screen. Great job. All right, Great ben. job, Jaleco. What happened with King, King of Dragons? King of Dragons. The variety of characters and two-player option are fun. Good graphics and play control. This is really a disguised final fight in a medieval setting. <laughs> That's you your go. biggest negative? This game sounds pretty fucking sweet. All right. I'll take all the baseball games. So there's three of them. Wow. Hardball 3 from Accolade. Lots of stats and the MLB Players Association license, but there's poor play control, awkward shift view on defense from behind the pitcher to home plate, and the password doesn't save stats. MLB PA <laughs> Baseball from Electronic Arts. There's good play control and graphics. This is one of the better baseball simulations. However, no multiplayer adapter option. Uh, like most recent EA games, one stadium and limited animations. No current team stats. And Sony has ESPN Baseball Tonight which they say has excellent animation and a major league license with Chris Berman, apparently. Uh, and depth percept, but depth percept problems make fielding very difficult. You almost have to use the auto fielding option to play this game. Mike, that. tell us about Jeopardy Deluxe. All right, it says, tough questions and categories. A great multiplayer party game and you don't even need a multi-tap. However, poor spellers might have a tough time with this game in spite of the library of misspelled words that the game recognizes and you don't win real money. I'll take famous titties for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the penis mightier for 500. <laughs> I'll take shorts for 200. <laughs> Saber! It's S-words. It began with a bloody S. <laughs> Horads. <laughs> 200. Horads, yeah. Horads. 
Joe and Mac 2 Lost in the Tropics. The Great graphics and play control. A great improvement over the first Joe and Mac game. A fun two-player option. Passwords for saving your progress. More adventure elements, such as characters in the game, to whom you can speak. The game isn't overly challenging, but it is fun. Sounds fun. John, Miss, tell us Miss, about your favorite pastime. <laughs> Mr. Nuts. <laughs> Mr. Nuts, that's my name. My name again is Mr. Nuts. Go with in your mouth. <laughs> All right, it's from Ocean. Uh, it's rental only. Wow. Look at that. You Do you know only... about the sex move called Two Dogs in a Tub? It's where you try to put your... Keep your is where you put both your balls in the, the chick's ass while oh, putting your right. dick in her vagina. Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh my God. So you can only rent Mr. Nuts. You can't, you can't, you can only, you can't buy, you can't buy the nuts. Uh, anyway, beautifully rendered <laughs> graphics. Just like his heart, you can rent it for the night, but you can never keep it. Beautifully rendered graphics and fairly good play control. The price is right. Rent it for the night. Yeah, get those nuts. Cute characters won't appeal to the Kenny G. That's a great lie. The price is right. Rent it for the night. Anyway, cute characters won't appeal to all players. The music seems designed for a completely different game. Rather sad and melodic. Wow. Wow. Odd game. Music music to slit your wrists to. Remember, cut uh, (coughs) horizontals for posers, verticals for the champs. Yeah, posers cross the street. Winners run. <laughs> winners run down the track. Yeah. All right, Mike. Mike. Okay, Suzuka. Eight hours. Fairly challenging. The long races are true tests of staying power. Mm. Yeah. The two-player option provides the most excitement. Simulated speed doesn't seem to be as fast as it should be. Animation is jerky. Why are you being weird? All right. All right. <laughs> ben. The Black Bass Lure Fishing for Game Boy. Even if you don't like fishing, this game can be a lot of fun. Since it's on Game Boy, you can even take it with you when you really go fishing. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Because you're fucking the head. Not as much variety as a Super NES, Super Black Bass. Lures are limited at the outset of the tournament. All right, Mike, tell us about Mickey. Mickey's ultimate challenge, uh, dealing with dipshit island. An engaging format for young players with nice (laughs) graphics... Really? You fooled me with these screenshots. The story elements are very strong, just as they were in the Super NES game. You call that strong? The, one of these screenshots looks like Donald Duck dressed as a fucking Nazi. Yeah, he does. One of the a challenges few... is two dogs in a tub, by the way. <laughs> I can't do the Donald Duck voice. Nice outfit! What's up to now? <laughs> really all I got. He sounds like a fucking cat. Anyway, a few of these games are confusing and not much fun, but you'll soon move beyond them so the impact isn't too great. In other words, you'll realize this game is too fucking stupid for you and you'll feel better. Alright, and then THQ pushed out a turd in Sports <laughs> Illustrated for Kids, Triple Dare, which is a skateboarding, snowboarding, and mountain biking game. The graphics are okay and the events are cool, but... Poor play control makes the events difficult to compete. You'll spend most of your time on the ground or stuck on obstacles that don't let you continue. I'm looking at the center screenshot, and it looks like some weird, like, floating insect demagogue or something. It's like your mountain biker's falling off the bike going, like, over the uh, handlebar. Oh, weird. So that's a shadow. Yeah. And then uh, it does have a picture of Solitaire fun pack for Game Boy. With the Twin Towers pre-attack. So there we go. Oh. 
<laughs> Solitaire Fun Pack. Lots of variety and a wide range of challenge. The tournament mode is the most fun. No on-screen help for the more unfamiliar games. Oh, challenging, scores. Challenging player one there. Sewer Metroid, uh, they gave a 4.7 on what is graphics. graphics and sound. And then 4.6 on challenge and theme and fun. Wow, they and really... 3.8 uh, on play control. Hmm. They're fans. And uh, uh, they like nice the round three. quite a bit. Hardball three. They made they made a third hardball. Damn it! <laughs> oh wait, I thought, I thought it was baseball. I'm getting my fuck up. We're like highball three. All right. <laughs> so all pretty watch. average scores otherwise in that in that uh, ranking. Oh, solitaire fun pack two point seven, two point eight, three point zero, and three point two. Oh, yep. Everything else is pretty much in the threes though. Yep. All right, Project Reality, which we all know what that became. It is so. the Nintendo 64. So they're telling us about uh, Killer Instincts, a fantastic fighting game that will graphically blow away everything that has come before for either arcades or home game systems. So they're telling about the, next year you have the equivalent of an 8000 graphics workstation dedicated to games playing on your tube for less than 250. <laughs> a little they're a little, uh, uh, yeah, they're wrong about that. It's going to be two years before this. Yeah, wasn't Nintendo wasn't it 300 when it came out? Mm, no, I think no, that's, that's right. right. But it didn't come out until 96. Nintendo and Rare will produce exclusive games for the 64-bit system with a lineup including Mortal Kombat, Battletoads, and Super Metroid under their belts. It's tough. It's enough to make a hedgehog salivate. No. <laughs> remember, when that, remember when that player was talking about how Nintendo didn't take cheap shots against Sony? Against <laughs> Sega? Only in their uh. advertising, not in the magazine, apparently. Mm. All right. <sighs> so what else do we have? We have Super Street Fighter 2 coming down the pipe from Capcom. Mm -hmm. Another version uh. of the game. Just what we wanted, another Operation Europe, uh, so another Koei uh, battle simulator. Blah. How the, how the fuck can there be like six versions of Street Fighter 2? Why didn't they just do why didn't they just do three right off the bat? It's like, hey, it's another Street Fighting game. Their, so their whole the naming and numbering system is totally bizarre. Yeah, they actually like there are distinct differences between all these, and they often were worth the money, so... Man, I mean, Battle yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Like Tyson. Well, they added a whole bunch of characters is the big mm -hmm. thing for the for the yeah. Super Street Fighter Two, mm -hmm. and that couldn't be three because it's got new characters. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I don't understand. Just just number them, number the damn things. All right, Chemco has Dragon View, which it looks odd, like. First yeah. person in some cases and side scrolling in others. I don't. Yeah. It says although the view looks like a side scroller, your hero has full mobility in all four directions. Plus, he can jump while attacking, for a Zelda-like feel. Ugh. I never heard of this. You don't have to build up experience, but you do have to find new and more powerful tools and hard containers to increase your HP meter. Again, the closest comparison is Zelda, but the Dragon View world is very different than Hyrule. All right. Uh, hmm. Beauty and the Beast game is coming down the pipe from Hudson. Not. Capcom, that's kind of interesting. Mm. It's a bestiality uh, simulator. Bestiality. <laughs> it's bad. All right. <laughs> Electrobrain has Future Zone, so I guess this is just like all the stuff that's coming down the pipe from Electrobrain. Oh my god, it looks like a primitive version of Warhammer. Mm -hmm. uh, there's another Pocky and Rocky game, so yay. Mm. I mean, those are always fun. Uh, hey, Pocky, uh, watch me pull a tentacle out of my ass. I, I Pay to see it. All right, and uh, FIFA International Soccer is so uh, one of the precursors to the FIFA series from EA. Um, or actually, probably the first version of it, I would guess. 
because uh, anyway, uh, what else do we have? Final Fight Guy. What? what the fuck does this? That? I don't. I don't know. That's Final a weird Fight thing. Guy. Is that where you know. get to play? Is that where you get to play the henchman and you get to take on the guy? I don't know. Anyway, we get to see Life Cycle. Eat the, the cat. cat. Yeah. Which again looks like another one. I could just look at this thing and I can just tell this guy controls like a fucking grease shopping cart <laughs> on ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is terrible. Super uh, Bomberman Man 2. Something called G2. Skaterade. Warrior of Rome 3. It looks like Sim Rome. Lit. Super Adventure Island 2. And then we have Socks the Cat Rocks the Hill. Is that the Clinton's cat? Yeah. In a game, there's no way yeah. that game came out. There's no, no way. no way. From the it White House comes man. the inspiration for Socks the Cat Rocks the Hill, the story of a wild mannered tabby who finds himself thrust into corridors of power where everyone yeah. wants to step on him. The highlights of this game are the comic bosses who resemble famous political fig- figures. If Socks, with his nine lives, make it to the end of a stage. He'll have to deal with the likes of stumbling President Ford or Jimmy We're Carter's joking. smile attack. Your pack pundit expects this game. This. I like. Oh my god. We need this. We need this now. Okay. I so never this knew a, I needed something until just. There, so there is a ROM. Yeah, it's it, out the there. The game was unreleased, and I'm looking at the marketing poster. Oh which my has god. A very poorly illustrated Bill Clinton. Was Socks the Cat How did this game coming not... out of the end of the saxophone? Oh my do, god. Do, do, All right, do, I gotta read this whole thing here. Do you fight Bill Clinton at the end and you have to dodge his odd smelling cigar? Oh my god. Call it Capital Punishment, but Socks the Cat, the nation's first feline, is at play on Capitol Hill. Suddenly, political party takes on a new meaning in these two new humorous games for the Genesis and Super NES. Yeah, Socks you Rocks Richard the Hill oh, is a madcap adventure to save the world from nuclear annihilation. I am not Socks, a boss. the White House cat, discovers the missing portable nuclear missile launch unit <laughs> in his favorite napping spot, the basement of a foreign embassy. To avoid mass destruction, he must return it to the White House and alert the first family. But a foreign spy ring has their own political agenda. They want to see Socks run and not for political office. The chase begins. Socks must overcome the likes of foreign spies, enemy animal agents, <laughs> politicians, secret service agents, and the ever-present media corps. To keep the party alive, Socks pounces, tumbles, and negotiates his way out of the intricate secret passages and puzzles of Washington. This cat is in a ring of trouble, but not over the hill yet. Socks rocks the hill. Oh my god. It's a the one or two player eight meg game for Genesis and SNES. The Can we have action. Scrolling dragons and playful movement made this game a platform to run on and on and on. Wait, wait, wait. Do wait, you wait, have wait, to fight wait. New Gingrich? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. The wiki is absolutely incredible. The bosses are character, characters of, of political figures such as Jim, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, and Ross Perot. In one situation, Socks must push Millie the dog, pet of former President George H.W. Bush, out the front door to avoid Arab, Arab terrorist felines. Also, Richard Nixon calls in Bob Rays, and Ted Kennedy is seen driving a car on a bridge. Oh my god, this game is amazing. I've never been more excited for a game that was never released. Oh, oh my god, there is a Kickstarter campaign that was... Successfully launched, and they anticipated 2017 release. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. A prototype oh, cartridge man. has entered the hands of private collectors, but the ROM image has not been released to the public. How 
is that possible? Like, how does none of these people just think, oh, plug it into a computer, boom? I, <sighs> I don't know. They want it for themselves. Wow. Okay. Okay. people. This wow. must be shared. We must less, have this. Less controversial so, will be so. the Sequest games. That's funny. Oh, my God. God. Arab terrorist felines. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love my God. I love it. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, I'm surprised they never released it. I don't know why. <laughs> Fucking. Probably because. Ted probably Kennedy's because pulling a, a Chap Aquatic. Like, oh my God. Chap Aquidage. Yeah, whatever. All right. Uh, let's see. Next issue. What do we have? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. And, and uh, Super Game Boy Gallery. Now that you've heard about the Super Game Boy, now's your chance to see what it can do. We'll show you some of the hottest Game Boy games look like when they're played on it. And then we get to see some Super Nintendo goodies like Slam Masters. <laughs> Boy, don't you find that in like the in the back end of the video star behind the beaded curtains? Mm, give me mm. a Slam Master. Spike McFang, Fatal Fury Dose, and Beauty and the Beast. Spike McFang is actually not bad. It Spy looks like a good thing. game. And yeah. NBA Jam Codes. More NBA Jam Codes. Now you get to play Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. Huzzah! But don't forget, we have the Super Game Boy Gallery. Oh, All right. yes. And the end. Are you guys ready to play the game? I will quiz you. <laughs> All right. What do you think uh, the ending screenshot is for screenshot number one? Oh, what game is shit. This from? Oh. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Ken Griffey Baseball. Blah. <laughs> yes, Ken yes. Griffey Junior Baseball. All right. John wins that round. Okay. You got oh, to call him with your name. You got to go first. Oh. oh, okay. So you just buzz in then. Okay. Yes. Okay, number two. Marco's Modern Life. Number three. Pilot, Pilot Wings. Wings. <laughs> That's a Desert what? Strike Return to the Gulf. Oh, oh wow. Shit. Number four. Uh, no idea. Uh, fuck Harvest Moon. The Twisted Tales of Spike McFang. <laughs> the one I haven't even featured yet? Yes. Number five. Pricks. Uh, some, uh, that, that medieval Knights King of the Arthur Round. fighting one. King of Dragons. You both oh! Number six. Seductive, the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ninja Turtles the anime. <laughs> no, it's Excalibur 2097. <laughs> what? This doesn't look like it's in the future. Uh, number seven. Contra. <laughs> I don't know. Number seven is Terminator for the Nintendo. Yes, and number eight. Terminator, and Terminator for the Super Nintendo. No, Terminator for the Super Nintendo. That would be incorrect. It's Terminator 2. That's what I said. Boom. Okay. I didn't. I didn't count numbers. Unless right. you can determine. We that. tied two to two. Uh. All right. In the back, advertisement here is about the best sports uh, games we've seen this before. Which is a lie. They're NBA Jam the is the only one because it's got that friggin' awesome personality. No, all these mm. games are decent. It's just Genesis had better games <laughs> for sports. All right. What was the one that you could crack uh, Wayne Gretzky's uh, head open on? That was uh, <laughs> the EA uh, hockey game. <laughs> I always remember that scene from uh, the movie Swingers. Yeah, Swingers. <laughs> Just like cracking his head open. Look, he's bleeding out on the ice over here. <laughs> God, that All scene right. where he leaves like eight messages on her answering machine is like oh. the most... Oh, God. So, oh, you just want to like reach through the screen. <laughs> and just, just like, like, stop. 
Just stop. Break the phone. <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. You guys have anything else to add for this issue? Uh, this was a good. Ep- this was a good time. It was. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power. I almost said on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> now you're playing with Mike.